Hey, hi guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is Andrew Pahez, your host, and you guys are listening to the Pahez podcast, guys. Made especially for you guys, genuine experiences, genuine people, and a genuine me. Um, this podcast was also meant to spread awareness of positivity. Positivity not necessarily meaning being happy all the time, but knowing that you have options as young adults and people, humans of the world. Today we have an amazing guest, special guest. He he, he kind of dates back all the way to my high school years. We've known each other for a very long time. Um, and I think just recently he's like, hey, you know, like, let me be on your podcast. Like, yeah, sure, for sure, you know. And so without further ado, I don't want to introduce you, like, from me, but um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. So my name is Josh, and I am, and I am a student here at DBC who happened to go to the same high school as our host, Andrew Pahez. So what's up? Nice. And uh, Josh, what are you majoring? In? My major is Applied Mathematics. Dang, Applied Mathematics. That's crazy. A lot of people that I've been interviewing for, for these podcasts or have people on, they're usually towards the business side of things. Why did you pick Applied Mathematics? So originally, I started off as a computer science major because that's what I was told. That's what everyone's doing because... Mm-hmm. But originally, like, I wasn't so sure because I come from a, a family full of doctors. So I was oh, wow. sort of expected to go down the medical route. Mm-hmm. But I took a few classes in biology and I realized it's not really for me and that I'm better off with physical sciences rather than life sciences. Yeah. And right. so, like, I took my first computer class a while ago mm-hmm. and I was genuinely interested So I started off as a computer science major, but then I came to realize that it's not quite for me because everyone's a computer science major and it's, and even though I am pretty good at logic and stuff, I figured that I'd rather do applied mathematics to better suit my application because Mm -hmm. I've been doing math tutoring for four years now. Yeah, four years. I remember you telling me that. That's a long time. It is a long time. And so like, and then I've also, I also just noticed that I always get better grades in my math classes than my Mm -hmm. computer science classes. And so I decided to switch into applied math because applied math as the study of using math for real world applications such Mm -hmm. as such as science, computer science, and even business. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. You know, I, I'm not really a math person myself. I, I like to stick to more basic math. But I do admire your love, your passion for math. So, Josh, you said your whole your whole family, I mean, they're doctors? Or yeah. Family, family of doctors? Yeah, so both of my parents are optometrists, actually. Oh, and okay. so they have their own practice, and so nice. they do eye doctor stuff. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but I have family in America and Korea that are all doctors. Wow. Dang. Oh, like, majority. Majority. That's, like, that's not crazy. all doc. Not everyone's a doctor. Uh-huh. I mean, I have an engineer in my family. But nice. the thing with my family is that everyone is really successful on their own and that's kind of what I want to do like I mean I will admit I do come from a pretty privileged background Mm -hmm. with both my parents having a marginally large income but I like to pay for a lot of things on my own such as my tuition my insurance my food wow and everything you pay for all that yourself all by myself that's crazy with the job you have right now yep what uh can you explain this like what what jobs or what job or jobs do you 
have currently as a college so, student? So right now, I'm actually a math tutor for a company called Varsity Tutors. Okay. And, I, and the thing is, I'm really fortunate to have been given this, comp this job because it's very flexible with my schedule. I get to have tutors on my own. I'm very passionate and it's a really good hourly rate. And that's how I'm able to, to do all that. Nice. Would you be willing to disclose with the audience and of course me your rate of pay? Um, I, you don't have to if I, you don't want to, but I'm yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to by my company. Yeah. So, okay. Then we will not go down that route, but it sure. is good. It's, like it's good. better. Nice. Better than like most people that around my age. Nice, nice. And so you've been doing this for quite a while now. So you said six, four, five, four, four years. years. Four years. Okay. So I started in 2015, uh -huh. and then I just started like as like tutoring my brother, and then it came to his friends, mm -hmm. and then I eventually made a little business, and then. During my final year of high school, I took a class called Academic Leadership, which trains you on how to become a tutor more effectively. And so I used that to help improve my tutoring skills from pretty good to being one of, not to brag, one of the best tutors <laughs> no that worries, I've no seen. Nice. That's awesome. I like that confidence that you have within yourself being the tutor. Mm -hmm. So just you being a tutor is enough for you to pay your school, your insurance, all the bills that you need to pay for? Well, since I attend Diablo Valley College and yeah. not a four-year university, it's, uh, it's not that expensive. And additionally, I get financial aid and student loans. Oh, so, okay. okay. And, but also, I got, I've been, also I got some scholarships that... Oh, congrats. Thank you. That's awesome. What kind of scholarships did you get? So I got an academic scholarship nice. for once. And I, I don't remember the name, but I wrote an essay and I got a scholarship. You wrote an essay, got a scholarship. Was it like an external one, not like from DVC, but maybe Ex like a company or something? Yeah, actually, actually, it was through my tutoring company. Oh wow, they they gave scholarships to employees. Mm-hmm. Well, it was not a scholarship. It's more like benefits type benefits. of thing. Yeah. Okay. That they help pay for a certain percentage. Wow, dang. Okay, cool. So, really I mean, nice. I know I asked like questions about, you know, where you work and obviously we've been to high school together just to give the audience a little background. Mm -hmm. I graduated 2014 um, and you graduated 2015. 2016? 2017. 2017, wow. 2017, yeah. you make me feel like I'm super old, Josh. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've known each other because we were on the same track team. Mm -hmm. Cross country and track cross back in 2013. Wow, I can't even remember that far. But yeah, cross country and track and yeah, with Coach Steph. Coach Steph, I remember Coach Steph. She always yes. said, "Run faster, run, you know, run better, all that fun stuff." <laughs> but would you like running in a track and field? You like you're the you're the mile, right? Two mile. Um, actually, I was when I first started, but mm -hmm. I ended up maining in mid distance, so like 400, 800s. Oh, okay, interesting. That's why we were in the distance team together. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So other than that, our connection, now people know how we got connected. Obviously, we go to DVC now. Mm -hmm. But um, now, a little bit of like background behind you. You said you're, you have some family in Korea? I do. Okay, awesome. So are you like half Korean? I am half Korean. Awesome. Can you elaborate more on that? Like what uh, ethnicities? Well, 
I wait. What do you mean? Like what? What? What ethnicities are you? Are you? you know, so Korean? actually, actually can go into detail because yeah, I did a DNA test. Nice. And so I'm actually. I thought I was half Korean, but I'm only forty point four percent Korean. That is super specific. You're forty point four percent Korean. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. What are the other percentages? Um, two point seven percent Chinese, two point one percent Mongolian, zero point two percent Indonesian. <laughs> really? Yes. I, Josh, I'm having a hard time believing that, but I will. It's all my 23andMe. Okay, all right. You <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, anything else? Um, You're just basically everything. <laughs> so that's my. So that's a majority of my Asian side, not including generally, generally East Asian mm-hmm. or general Korean slash Chinese that that showed up. But oh, but I have, but my white side, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my dad is half German and half Irish, mm-hmm. so that makes me a quarter German and quarter Irish. But I later found out that I'm that my German side is only like ten percent, and that the rest of it is scattered all over Eastern and Eastern Europe. Wow, damn! It's so really a bit of everything. A little bit of everything. I think I've even got some Native American in me. Wow, dang! Hey, I I don't blame you. I mean, it's uh, I would want to blame not blame, but I you know I'm just gonna say that's awesome that you are everything because I really don't know. I might tell people that I'm half Filipino, half Chinese, which is the truth. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's part of the truth because I don't that know, you like, think that I think right that I, that I think. And so I know today. I mean, now that we kind of touched upon your ethnicities and everything, and you went to high school at Dory Valley. Now you go to DBC Applied Mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you? I don't think we touched upon this, but what what did you want to like some ambitions, some goals for the future? So I'm not really sure what I want to do in the future. Uh-huh. I mean, eventually I might want to open up my own company. Wow. Or something, but I'm not sure what. But I was thinking about maybe going into AI or electric cars because those two have interested me a lot. Oh, interesting. I hear AI is gonna be the next big thing. It is. Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So AI. I know some of our close friends. I'm not gonna name, but they they're interested in AI too. Mm-hmm. As well. Funny enough, we had the case study at PBL about that too. AI. That's actually what got me kind of interested a little more. Really? The, the case study that Professor Xi had? Yes. Because I attended Professor Xi's case study workshop for uh, Phi Beta Lambda. Yeah. And I was, and he was saying stuff about all these electric cars in China. Mm-hmm. And when I looked into the details, I was like, oh my goodness, this is actually really cool. And I might want to look into that. And so like I've been researching about stuff ever since and it's, it's and I feel like that'd be really cool nice what, what kind of interesting things have you learned so far about AI so I learned so I learned about AI like how like they how like there's certain levels of self-driving cars everything from getting from just regular cruise control to smarter cruise control that mm-hmm. automatically slows down with cars ahead of you to full on self-driving where you don't where you just need to kick back in the driver's seat and let it do it for you. So there's levels to it. 
Yeah, unfortunately, not a lot. There's, it's not really available yet, but it should be around in like a few more years. Then the first fully self-driving cars should be available on the market. Do you think by the time we're like maybe 40, 50 years old, there's just gonna be all AI cars? Definitely. Because huh. right now, like the gas model for cars, mm-hmm. it takes up a lot of resources and. What is it like? It's now like forty, fifty, sometimes sixty dollars for a gas tank that for me lasts like barely a week, if not less.、Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of money that's going straight into gas. Yeah, that is. It's all coming from、messy. rising oil prices. Yeah. And so like with electric cars, it's definitely a much more environmentally sustainable option. And then. Since I've been seeing all these charge stations around several parking lots,、mm-hmm. around especially here in Santa Monica, yeah, especially here, and so like, I feel like you, since like you can charge your phone with electricity the same way,、mm-hmm. I feel like with cars it should be, it's gonna be a lot more revolutionizing, and there's gonna be a lot more on the market, and and there's gonna be a less. Demand for oil. All right, I'm gonna I remember that she said that. So then, definitely, forty fifty, I'll hit you back up and be like, "Yo, you know where you at when it comes to the AI cars?" <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> There you so, go, <laughs>、uh, Josh. I want to talk to you because a lot of people who are listening and excuse if there's any、um, external audience, just because there's we're doing our podcast outside and there's people outside, but.、Um, Josh, a lot of people he- that listen to this podcast—they're you know young adults, people who are finding themselves, people you know the audience that we're among on a daily basis—and so from your perspective as a college student, you know how was DVC like for you? How is college life for you? You know, did you experience anything that you thought you wouldn't have?、Um, definitely, because when you think about DVC,、mm-hmm. the first thing I thought about was just going there to commute. Get all my classes done、mm-hmm. and ready to transfer, and getting out as quick as possible, not knowing what it's gonna do, and not really having any effort about any connections being made.、Mm-hmm. That was probably my biggest mistake during my first year because I was abstinent from all clubs and sports and all activities for、mm-hmm. through DVC except for academics. Yeah. So I was just doing academics and working. That's it. Interesting. Okay. And what? So knowing you, I mean, you're in the club scene now, like way.、Uh, you are just、way. out there. You know, like you're in every single club, from my understanding. I, yeah, I see you in every other club. Every yeah, other club. Yeah, every other club. Maybe even just every club, in, you know, specifically. But I don't know what, how. What made you want to go into clubs? What was that point in time that said, "Hey, you know, what, I'm gonna start going to these clubs on campus." So. So more the fact that I actually had time this year to do it because during my first year、mm-hmm. I was taking 22 credits,、mm-hmm. which is a lot. If you guys don't know, that is a lot. That is 22 units is a lot. Yeah, way too much. I was doing a lot, and How, so damn 22 units. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Continue. Because like I. St- Cause during club day one day,、mm. I think it was during spring of 2018. Yeah. I I just happened to like look a lot, look at the clubs going on, 
I saw Phi Beta Lambda, and then I think I was wearing my DVHS track and field alumni t-shirt, mm -hmm. and you were there, and I didn't, and you saw my shirt, and I was like, and you were like, wait a minute, you went to DBHS and I track don't alumni? think I said, I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. I think I recognized you. You recognized? Already. Yeah, I knew it was you, Josh. I'm pretty sure. 100%. Just, yeah. <laughs> but, so wait, that day was your first day in, like, getting active with clubs? No, because I didn't really join. Uh-huh. But it was like you're kind of just, I don't know, that moment where you knew that there were clubs on campus. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to join, but I could, really couldn't because I was either in school or working. Because back then, I was working a lot. I had, like, I was juggling between, I mean, like, you had 22, seven, units. 22 units yeah. and seven or eight tutoring clients. That's crazy. I was, and I had no time for anything. No, I can imagine. <laughs> Man, okay, I'm so. I'm surprised I even had time to sleep at night. Well, yeah, no, I'm surprised too. I'm surprised, like, I can't even, I wouldn't probably have st stayed alive after that. But for you, right, you, you said I, I mean, I kind of introduced you to PBL when I was marketing PBL. But, like, which one did you, which club did you join first officially as a member? Um, UNICEF. UNICEF, okay. Porsche. Nice, nice, nice. Because I saw the UNICEF table out uh -huh. one day. I don't really know what happened. I think I got into a conversation about K-pop or something stupid like that. And then I guess I got a liking toward the people in UNICEF. Nice, nice. And then I just sort of joined, yeah. not knowing what I was getting into. And then later on, I found out that would be the best decision I would ever make at DBC That's awesome. because That's I've gained so many new friends, not mm -hmm. just from UNICEF, but from all the clubs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So after I joined UNICEF, I saw initially I also wanted to join PBL, but I couldn't because I had work yeah. on Thursdays. That makes sense. So for the going back to the UNICEF, do you remember who was tabling for UNICEF at the time? Or uh, it was the first jo person? Giovanna and Dion. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. So you, you kinda go back a long time with them. Like a long time. Maybe like a year ago. I mean not long time, maybe but a year not, ago. Not as long as with you, of course. Yeah. But yeah. about like a year ago it was like it's like maybe like the the second week of school maybe mm -hmm. I'm not so sure. That's awesome. So what do you tell? I mean, as a member of UNICEF, like uh, explain UNICEF. Like what do you like about UNICEF? So UNICEF. You want to stay as a member. All right. So so to me, like since to me, like the one thing I've said this a lot. So I'm a tutor for my job, but mm -hmm. the main reason why I wanted to tutor people is to help them get to the next level. And so with UNICEF, it's the same thing. I'm helping all these children get to get to a better place. So like some a lot of children don't have enough necessities for basic needs such as like food, water, shelter, education. And these people are our future because you never know that one kid in Africa that you might not know might be like the next like Elon Musk or Bill <laughs> Gates. True. Yeah. And very true. And so like it might be it might be just that. So like you have to help give people a chance. 
And so I felt UNICEF's morals and their mission statement really aligned with my tutoring goals. Mm -hmm. And that's how I ended up joining. Nice, nice. Do you want to you wanna give a shout out to all your uh, UNICEF buddies? UNICEF? Yeah, shout out to everyone from UNICEF. If you're watching this, you know who you are. Shout out to you. Yeah, any specific names you want to throw out there? Just to say what's up? Um, not, I don't want to say any specific names just in case I just because there's quite a few people and I don't want to leave ever, you don't anyone leave out. out. Yeah, I get that. Okay. I swear that. I swear that. Okay, cool. So UNICEF and everything. And so after, I mean, you've been in the club scene for two years now. Yeah. Um, one year, year. Year and a half. Year and a half. Year and a half, right. So what, what school do you want to go to now next? I'm actually not sure. Do you... you I don't know if I actually I don't recall what school you told me before, but well, I got into UC Davis. Congrats! Thank you. So I might go there, but uh -huh. I'm still waiting on a few, and even after, I still I'm not sure what. And even if I get in, I'm still need to take into a bunch of factors, and because uh -huh. the thing with me is that I don't want to make a final decision until I absolutely have to. Okay. That's just to, just to think about my decision for as much yeah. as possible. Hmm. Okay. So you got, what schools did you apply to? So I applied to UC Davis, of course, for my tag. Mm -hmm. I don't, I applied to, to Berkeley, of course, because everyone applies to Berkeley. Very true. <laughs> Very true. And then I, I applied to USC and UCLA because, mm -hmm. like, I, I really like that area. And then I applied to UCSD, I believe. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, good luck to getting into the other schools. Congratulations on Davis, though. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, so that, that being said, are you going to be joining clubs in, in campus probably over there? Definitely. 100% nice. yes. Maybe like a fraternity, maybe? Um, maybe, but I do want to continue what I'm doing at DVC at these clubs. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course. Be like a little alumni. Be a little alumni. There yeah. you go. That's awesome. Who knows? I might join Phi Beta Lambda at my future school. Oh, who knows? Maybe, I don't think they have one if we go to Davis, but Not maybe you can Davis, make one. But a few, but all the other schools have one, I believe. Yeah, I know uh, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. Barbara, yeah. Um, UCSD. Mm -hmm. For sure. But yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, club life is definitely a life to... I mean, I would advise those who are listening to be part of the club scene if you're not already. You know, it's yeah, a, definitely. It's, it's an amazing scene to be a part of. A very unique community, especially here at DVC. Because you either have those, like you said, commuter students who just focus on academics mm -hmm. and go home and do whatever. Or you, you, know, you can focus on academics and also be part of the community, which helps build like networks and everything. Yeah, because... At least for me, like, there's only, like, there's, at DVC, like, mm -hmm. it's very difficult to make friends outside of these clubs. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if, since I'm not really a part of any sports anymore, because I, it conflicted with my schedule. Yeah. I had, you, the only way to actually make friends is through clubs. I mean, yes, you could talk to people in your classes and... You might like say hi to them and you might like talk to them for like a semester but mm -hmm. at the end of the semester they're gone and you don't know each other anymore Very whereas true. with clubs like i can make friends that i can honestly say 
will pro- will last me a very very long time. Yes. With the connections. I agree with you 100%, Josh. So, Josh, I'm gonna get into some questions that I prepared beforehand, but I, I think there's a really interesting question, and mm-hmm. if you don't want to answer it, you, you don't have to. That's okay. But um, tell the audience and tell me something that a lot of people may not know about you. So, something that you may not know about me, I mean, hmm, I'll have to think about that. Mm-hmm. But actually, like, I know that I said something about being good at math and helping and having a passion for helping other people. But mm-hmm. one thing is that, oh, that. You want to get back to the question? Yeah. Okay, we'll get, get back. back to yeah, me? yeah, for sure. We'll get back to that question. All right, second question. What is the best joke you can tell someone? Like, what's the best joke you got? And don't don't feel bad that I'm not laughing because just my sense of humor is non-existent. I, I don't laugh at a lot of things. So just in advance, but don't laugh. <laughs> the best yeah. joke? Yeah, the best joke. I mean, I did make a, I did make a joke before about about some people who I would not like to name. No, it's not okay. a bad joke or anything. It's uh. just it's just like it's just. Um, <laughs> It's just... Is it an inappropriate know. joke? It's not inappropriate. Okay. I'm just going to make sure. It's not inappropriate. So it's not inappropriate and it's about some people. It's with two of my friends. Two of your friends. And are you two of your friends, like, are they aware of this joke? Yes, they are. Is it like a very uh, culture-sensitive joke? No, not no? not really. Nothing that no one would be offended of? No, okay. no one would be then offended. By all means, if you want to share it. Yeah, it's about two specific people, and I okay. don't know let's if just, I should put it on the podcast <laughs> for the public. Let's just pretend we know their names. So the uh, let's call them X and it's, Y. That's you'd have to know their names in order to make the joke. Oh, though. really? Yes. Okay. It's about their names. It's about their names. Interesting. What what about their names? Is it just because they're like unique? Um, like I can get. I don't know if I should say. Okay. Just because I don't want to reveal too many sensitive information about mm-hmm. other people no, I on this that. podcast. I understand that. Okay. Well, cool. Then we'll we'll skip this. We'll we'll skip that topic too. Um, there's something that I remember before we were talking about the podcast. You spoke about your failures, mm-hmm. uh, and in your own life, in your personal life. I know, especially in the month that you were speaking about. I'm not going to expand on it. I'll let you do that. But um, if you you know if you want to share it with it, this would be like a really good time just because people who are listening, like I said, are young adults, people who are going through their own failures, their own trial and errors, and all that fun stuff. So you know whether it's advice or your own story, I mean, please feel free to share. All right, so it's story. all right. So during this new semester, mm-hmm. like I had after I believe it was an eight week eight week long winter break, mm-hmm. which is a long time. Yeah, I was well. I was missing all my friends because a lot because I don't know because a lot of people at DVC are actually international students who from many different countries actually five different continents around the world I'm friends with nice wow. they actually came, I was they they were all like going to their home countries for break so I couldn't really see them but mm-hmm. I was excited for the new semester yeah and for UNICEF, for obviously Phi Beta Lambda, mm-hmm. for everything. And, I was, and additionally, I was taking less units than I've ever taken. Yeah. And so I wanted to dedicate my final semester to, 
to the clubs and to the thing at DBC that helped me grow the most at, during my career.、Mm-hmm. And, so, and so it was going okay. I, by like the second or third day of school, I was at the tables for UNICEF and Phi Beta Lambda as usual.、Mm-hmm. I was just getting people to join the clubs, and it was okay. But later on, like, there w a s officer elections for both clubs、mm-hmm. that I wanted to be. So, for me, like, personally, an officer position doesn't mean something that you just put on your transcript or something that you can just, like, tell other people in hopes of getting there. No, no, no. That's an officer position, in my opinion, is someone who will help be. Help make this club better than it already is.、Mm-hmm. And so I ran for so I ran for a few positions because I'm very passionate about these positions and about the clubs themselves, and I want to give back to what these clubs have given me.、Mm-hmm. And so I believe I ran for three positions for Phi Beta Lambda. Wow, a lot. I got none of them.、Mm-hmm. And so that made me feel pretty bad about myself.、Okay. And then, same, same for UNICEF, you can only run for one. And I ran, I didn't get that. I got another position that I wasn't as passionate about. And so that was pretty disheartening. But worst of all, and then I was also going through a lot with my personal life.、Uh-huh. I was. And then additionally, like, I don't know if I should say this, but. Yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. Just... <clears throat> That's it. It's okay. I, it was around Valentine's Day, because I've already, I usually have really bad luck around Valentine's Day, because cause I remember last, in Valentine's Day of 2018, I believe, I got, in, I got hit by a drunk driver. Yeah, how many times? By a car. Uh huh. And so I was out of a car for a long time. But luckily, they determined it was not my fault. Sounds good. And, so, Sounds good. and then before that, I've had some other stuff going on. So I just, Valentine's Day is just not a very good time for me.、Mm-hmm. And this year was no exception to that because I actually ended up trying to ask a special someone to me. Oh, special someone. Okay. But I got rejected. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. And、uh, so that all happened. And then, but the worst of all、mm-hmm. is that I was driving home one day and I was making a turn. I was making a left hand turn at a very poorly lit area. So it wasn't that poorly lit, but,、mm-hmm. the, but it was just an intersection lane with、mm-hmm. just. Just one intersection, and it was like a two road thing, and it was.、Mm-hmm. And so it had just turned nighttime, and, but it was still kind of like. It was still kind of day, night, it was like sunset time.、Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, I had to make a left hand turn at this very dangerous intersection, but. I'd, and then I thought it was okay to go. And then midway through, when I went, someone hit, 
I, someone who did not have their headlights on and who was speeding ended up hitting me, further destroying my car. And did it total it? It did not quite total it, but it was like less than $1,000 away from totaling, yeah. I found out from the insurance. My entire wow. right side of the car was all very messed up. Wow. It, this was after the first accident. Like, this is the after second accident that happened. Second accident. Wow. And worst of all, insurance deemed it to be my fault because I was the one that's turning and they didn't have an, any evidence of her speeding or not having her headlights on. Wow. Even though I couldn't really see her. Yeah. And so. And how about you? How about your like physical health? Are you okay? Like Physical health? Yeah. I, I think I'm okay. Oh, you think you're okay? Oh, I, I hope you're okay. That's just Yeah, you know, luckily the accident, I didn't have any passengers and it hit on the opposite side of me. Uh-huh. So but the airbags went off. The whole entire car got dented in. Wow. It was pretty bad. But I was more concerned than anything because I commute from San Ramon every day to Pleasant Hill. Yeah. I'd say that's about 20 miles, I think. Yeah, 15, 20 miles, 15, yeah. 20 so miles. It's long, so it's a 30 long, 30 to 45 minute drive. Yeah, long drive. So, and I had to commute, and I commute every day. So, yeah. so I no longer had a way of commuting and I had to either rely on my friends or if I was really unlucky, Uber. And I remember each Uber ride would cost me like $35. Jeez, how many times did you Uber to school? Um, like five or six times. Oh my gosh. It took like, it's crazy. it took almost a month for the car, the car to be repaired. Yeah, wow. And so I went that whole, but the thing is that, that ended up devastating me so much mm-hmm. on top of not getting the positions for the clubs that I felt that I earned. Mm-hmm. And for, and because for me, like it's not just a position, but a way to help better the clubs mm-hmm. that are already pretty good. No. So this all happened in the month of February. All happened. There's even more, but there's even more because unfortunately I ended up having a midterm the day after my car accident. Oh my. And so I couldn't really focus on that, even though I was, even though I studied so much ahead of time and for everything, I was shaking up and not really in the proper state of mind when taking my midterm. And it was the first one, so it determines like the the trajectory of your grade for the whole semester. Yeah, I ended up, I ended up getting a D minus on that midterm. So. And so yeah. all that yeah. was pretty bad. I mean, considering that I'm, I come from like, I have this expectation from my family to be a straight A student and to be like smart and from my students because since as a math tutor who's tutored hundreds of students, like I would expect to, they would expect me to be able to replicate my, their success on myself Uh and so the combination of all that plus some more that I would not like to get into led me into a really serious depression that lasted for a long time Mm -hmm. and I'm 
and because the thing with me is that I have a hard time trying to stay positive or trying to trying to I don't know I have a hard time being I usually have a pretty good time maintaining my cool because I consider myself a pretty chill person and it's really difficult for me for anything to tick me off but all that combination I just didn't really feel like myself and Mm -hmm. I would often like go to bed crying or just not go to bed at all just stare at my ceiling and until for like a few hours just like sort of thinking what have I done to deserve this fate Mm -hmm. I'm sorry you had to go through all that yeah but then like as I was going through like I figured like this is not who I am Mm because I know that most people know me as this outgoing energetic person who's a friend to all and who always likes to help other people Mm -hmm. but and so I wanted to bring that out there and help people and I wanted to say you know what even though this is all happening to me I can go through I will go through this. I may not have a car and I may be very broke from having to spend all the money that I would have had on Uber rides there. Yeah. For sure. And so and so what I did was I just thought I just thought of myself mm-hmm. in a different manner and I just decided to ignore all those feelings. I mean, yeah, it's very hard to ignore the feelings at first, mm-hmm. especially when like you have like all when it's all about like your future and everything that's going on. Yeah. But like my feel I my feelings like I don't usually the best way to deal with them is to just talk to people about them. Luckily, I've made a lot of friends at DVC mm-hmm. and so including Andrew. <laughs> and Thank so, you, Josh. Yeah. And so I was... And so after talking to a few people and helping me figure myself out, mm-hmm. I was... I was still pretty depressed, but I felt definitely better. So mm-hmm. my advice for going through, like, a struggle is that a lot of people go through struggles although like some people's struggles might be a little different than yours they might not be as severe like or someone or like if someone like didn't like have like a break if someone like ended up like someone else could have like had it way worse than you and like you just have to accept that Mm -hmm. that life is life is pretty bad and just but it's the way you think about these things because like what did I learn? I learned I learned a lot of different things about how to about not just officer positions, but like I learned a lot how to how to deal with these situations, how to deal with failure, mm-hmm. how to deal with not not things not going your way and and things still don't really go my way, but I sort I just accept that, and that's just how I do things. Because it's not about what goes right; it's it's about the mistakes you make. Because 
A wise man once told me that the smartest person on earth is the person who made the most mistakes because he learned <laughs> from their mistakes. Nice. You. Who is this wise man that told you that? I forgot. <laughs> a wise man or a wise person did say that, and I, I agree 100% on that. And so, like, whether these mistakes would be my fault or not, mm-hmm. I still, like, learned, I still learned, and I would use them to become a much better person. Yeah. It's a learning, it's like a, a it's, it's part of the game, part of the journey. Definitely part sure. of the journey. No, no, I was just, yeah, like, Josh, I, I want to thank you for sharing your journey and thank course, you for sharing, anytime. you know, your failures, especially here on this, on this platform. Uh, you know, a lot of us listening to it, I mean, I admire, you know, your, your grit that, you know, I just touched my mic, but your grit that allows you to get through it, the perseverance, you know, and, and your mindset, you're, you're talking about mindset, and that's something that I like to touch upon a lot, is we all have our struggles, right, our mm-hmm. obstacles that we have to come through. I mean, yours, you know, you, you had two accidents. And I'm grateful and glad that, you know, nothing phys- like nothing happened to you to make you, you know, really, like, physically unable to do anything else. Um, and I, luckily, it was just a car, but still, that is still a big piece. You know, it's a, financially, that, that's a big burden to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, officer positions and then the significant other part, too, as well. You know, everyone has their own obstacles, you know, going back to it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say like some are in perspective. Yes, some may be worse than others, but definitely don't downplay it, right? Because it means a lot to you in the moment. It does, you know? and even even afterwards, it means a lot to you. And how you take it, how you take that mindset, and you kind of configure it to the way your lifestyle is, and saying, hey, you know, this might happen to me, but I can get through this with or without it. You know? Yeah, definitely. And that's what I respect about you telling me the story and telling me telling us about your mindset is Josh to be honest I, I didn't think you you know like I didn't really know your mindset when it comes to like di- when it came to difficult stressful problems and issues and we all have different ways to go about it but definitely the way you go about it I think a lot of people need to know that mm-hmm. you know because another thing is that I've had friends who've gone through gone through their own hardships and struggles mm-hmm. but not everyone chooses the same way in fact my friends some of my friends have gone through the route of of smoking and doing drugs and mm-hmm. drinking alcohol which i personally do not believe in mm-hmm. but but and it's and all and if you think about it all it's doing is helping you temporarily feel better but hurting you in the long run mm-hmm. i mean yes you might be like hurt in the short run like you might not if like stuff happens to you you might not be here like right you might not be in your right mindset right now you might like feel like sad right now but trust me if what about like in like 10 20 years when you have to have a family or when you have to or when you have like all the when you're more responsibilities more responsibilities and you have like a lot of other things that you have to take care of so Mm -hmm. the thing is enjoy your life now while you're young and while you still can because every day every second you're gonna get older i mean you might get a little wiser but at the same time you're losing on precious time that you'll never get back and so why waste your time being depressed when you can 
have a great time instead. Yeah. Because I know that whenever I go hang out with my friends, I like to go all out <laughs> and and I like to savor the moments because because this is actually because this is probably some of the last times I might get to hang out with them because. Cause I'm transferring next yeah. semester. You just never know. You Where never, you never know. So, yeah. so, and that's another thing. Cause a lot of people be like, "Oh, I'll do this later. I could. Oh, I'll just buy this later." No, no, no. Like, I mean, yes, you you theoretically can, mm-hmm. but like, unless you know 100% sure you're not, then like, then just go for it. Like, I don't. Like I don't know what's stopping you from just going for it. Whether it be like, I don't know, if you're like afraid, then like think think about this. Why are you afraid of the next step? Why, what's preventing you from getting ahead, and what's preventing you from being, from being, from being succeeding? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the same thing, like with academics and all. Like, I mean, yes, you have. Yes, like what is it like? Uh, a lot of people get like pretty depressed over bad grades, and I admit, so do I. I'm, I can be a perfectionist sometimes. Like, like if you know, like if people, if you meet me for like the first time and you find out that like I'm a math tutor and I've been tutoring math this whole time, and that like I'm pretty smart when it comes to my classes. You might assume that I have like a 4.0 GPA, and that's sort of the expectation you have. But mm-hmm. in all in all, GPA is just a number that just artificially measures like someone's self-worth, whether mm-hmm. it be through like whether it be like impressing like one person like through this community through like some numbers in hopes that you'll get into a school. A better school that will help you, like that's full of that's quite honestly full of people who who are all like way competitive and cutthroat.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I come from Doherty Valley High School, as Andrew mentioned, and and it has and it is very well known for people who academically push themselves way too hard. Like I'm talking like five, six AP classes worth full in、yeah. high school, and like skipping like two or three levels of math and science, and just being like just trying to like accomplish like everything, and like having a 5.0 GPA, which I didn't even know was possible until. My friend told me he was going for it.、That's、I'm like,、crazy. okay, damn, it is、so. crazy. So,、uh, Josh, it's at 45 minutes, and this is where I usually kind of just cut off the the podcast here and there. But、uh, before we before we leave, you leave the podcast today,、um, we're gonna go back to that question that I asked you a、mm-hmm. while back. But is there something that someone like something interesting that we don't know about you already? Me, the audience, people you know. So something interesting that you guys probably don't don't really know about me、mm-hmm. is that one thing that I've been into, one thing that I've been into、mm-hmm. is is music a lot. Nice. And so I've been trained, I've been doing a lot of music since I was very little. I ended、mm-hmm. up taking AP Music Theory in、wow. high school. Okay. 
and so but it's also like a pretty big part of, of your life of my life because mm-hmm. actually one one thing is that I have the highest level of perfect pitch which only one in probably I think 15,000 people have the ability and what that is is being able to tell the the tone of or the frequency of a note after just very little oh, being like played yes that's that's interesting I'm gonna keep your word on that because I'm, I'm gonna test you on that after I mean out of this podcast but mm-hmm. that's really cool that's awesome mm-hmm. thank you Josh I appreciate that so that being said guys uh, it is a 45 minute mark um, Josh I want to thank you again for being on the podcast thank you for having today. me I appreciate your time um, with that being said do you want to plug your own Instagram so yeah follow me on Instagram okay. at underscore like a Josh underscore like a Josh like all one word underscore yeah. then like a Josh okay cool, cool. follow awesome. me great guys follow Josh if you guys have any questions guys uh, with that being said thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for all the supporters um, if you're not a supporter already there is a subscriber button if you kind of go to the anchor.fm the link in my bio uh, on my main account you can see you know there's options to subscribe if you guys do want to help me out and subscribe to my podcast i do really appreciate it kind of it just goes to my college tuition and to my expenses and my bills and my life but also making this podcast available for you guys uh, you guys can either subscribe for one dollar a month five dollars a month or ten dollars a month or you guys can just even follow the podcast by uh, hitting that little notification dongle or icon on the corner right um, but yeah guys hope you guys have an amazing day um and yeah we'll see you guys next time all right peace out